Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Coffee Time with Retro Lag. It is your guy, Retro Lag. This is episode 11, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Wednesday, or as those of us that are in the know like to call it, Hump Day. On August 5th, 2020, I would just like to make an official announcement. My 40th birthday is in two days. And I haven't planned to do anything. So, how is everybody's week been thus far hopefully it's been good a lot going on a lot of game stuff going on a lot of streamer stuff going on got some good topics today to talk about drinking a new coffee today it's actually uh, a a guat Guatemala Antigua something like that it's a medium roast very tasty it has like a hint of a um, has a hint of a like a spiciness like a little bit of a I don't know, almost like a peppery kind of taste. It's really good though, really good. Today we are checking in on the goal that I set earlier in the week, which was to develop a diet plan. Um, So I had previously already had one drafted up. Uh, Just really need to go back and refine it. And if it looks good, go get the stuff that I need for the rest of the week as well as going into next week uh, to follow through with it, you know, still working out. Today was a struggle, I'll admit. Um, I almost didn't work out. I went to where I normally work out at, but I was in the car sitting there and I was just like, I'm going to just go back home. And I There was a little voice in there yelling at the top of its lungs. No, you don't. You better get out of this car. So I got out the car and I started doing sprints. Did a good about 20 minutes, solid 20 minutes of sprints. Um, I didn't really do the warm up, which I think I should have done as well to really just get a bigger, uh, a more uh, heavier sweat going. Uh, I didn't work out yesterday, though. I completely forgot. So I have to make up for that workout today. So I'm actually doing two workouts today. But that'll be later this afternoon, uh, which is just going to be more upper body stuff. So today's focus, inspiration, inspiration, by definition, The process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something, especially to do something creative. 
What do we draw inspiration from? I would say that there's a many things that you draw inspiration from. That you can draw inspiration from. I draw inspiration from reading, gaining insight into our history as humans as well as uh, Americans. I draw inspiration from success stories as well as stories of struggle. I am a product of struggling. I still struggle. I struggle with all kinds of things. Life is a struggle. If you are privileged enough to not have to struggle, then you really, in my opinion, will fall into two categories. One in which you sabotage yourself because of the lack of struggle, because there is a feeling of not perhaps a, a, a feeling of untouchableness or a feeling of dip being disconnected. So you inevitably sabotage yourself, which gets you in trouble, and then you go through the struggle for real. And then you realize what you actually have and you appreciate it. That's if you're fortunate enough to not have to struggle, right? If you're privileged, just kind of given things. Or if you've just lived... You know, uh, in in a and there's nothing wrong. Like when I say this, there's nothing wrong with it. Like if you lived in a house where you had both parents, you know, you had, um, you know, two story house. You know, you had snack time. You had a game room. You had essentially the way I'm raising my kids. You know, they they can play video games in the evening. Um, you know, they they have snacks. They I don't want to say that they they can do what they want because I do still rein in and restrict a lot of things that they that most kids are able to do. I don't let them do um, because I don't spoil my kids. But if you were to compare my kids to me, got snacks when there were groceries. The game room was the living room. And if mom was watching TV, ain't no games. You know. So. And then the struggle was real. The first and the 15th. That's when the that's when the fridge was full of food. After the first week and a half. That food is gone. And you're eating whatever's in there. Sometimes surviving off macaroni and cheese. Top ramen. crisping a slice of bologna on the on the stove tortillas with butter you know that's that's what my snacks were you know that's sometimes what my lunch was so but drawing inspiration from you know what i see on tv you know maybe i'm watching somebody uh watching a movie that shows a similar upbringing to what either i see or what i'm like what I kind of get inspired of, like seeing, you know, seeing these, seeing these little vatos running in the neighborhood, 
and they grow up and they live a troubled life but one of them is successful one of them goes to jail and one of them is just kind of like in the middle you know classic movie bound by honor you know blood in blood out like that resonates with me because I lived that life you know I had uncles that were locked up you know I was surrounded by drugs and gangs and you know but you draw inspiration from that because although it, it, it is like a mirror reflection of your life, you also know that you don't want to stay going down that path because inevitably you could be the one that goes to jail. And that's the last thing you want to do. In some communities, that's, that's a sense of honor, you know? That's a sense of accomplishment. You know, when you go to the pen, you're in the big time. Now you're an OG. You know, now you put in your work, people know who you are, you got that respect. But only later do you learn that 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 was a that was a distorted inspiration. You know, so I would draw inspiration elsewhere though, when I would move away. You know, I would draw inspiration from music. Um You just see the creativeness when you're playing video games. You draw inspiration from that, you know sense of accomplishment playing a game and you beat a level that you took forever to beat well i beat that man let me try to beat this next one you're not afraid of a challenge you know um even seeing friends of mine doing good man i I don't want to be this person that everybody looks at as i'm cool to be around i'm a i'm a i'm a very social person i'm a funny person people like to talk out talk with me and hang out with me but they also see the other side where i don't pay attention in school and these are in my later years don't pay attention in school um i'm always coming to school high you know doing all kinds of different drugs um you know maybe the girls liked me but i was too caught up with trying to paint an image of being this this guy that wasn't afraid to do what I wanted to do but I later drew inspiration from the people that I actually was friends with that I later dismissed you know the ones that went to college got a good education and and are doctors now or have their own businesses now you know that's where you draw real inspiration from um, but I had inspiration in the military too, and I talked about this before. You know, I, I talked about one of my one of my leaders. You know, he really inspired me to stop being lazy, stop taking shortcuts, get up off my butt, and go do something with myself. Even now, I draw inspiration. I'll check out streams, you know, and see not necessarily what the person is doing or not necessarily how it looks but what they're doing for example um i love watching uh harry the harry horror show and i and i've shouted him out a few times i love watching that guy because he's giving content that nobody else is doing so you really get a chance to enjoy it and embrace it and I draw inspiration from that, especially because last night he was talking about Laurel Canyon. If you don't know what Laurel Canyon is, you need to check it out. And there's cons- there's conspiracy theories behind it, you know, uh, what actually, what it was really about. 
and it just inspires me to continue doing my you know fine-tuning the show that i got coming up which is is similar um but it's different in its own right you know mine is just one show on my channel where his channel is solely about that you know specifically about that it's almost like i'm trying to have a channel that's kind of like i guess you could say like history channel or discovery channel where there's different genres of content whereas his channel is like like sci-fi where it focuses in on on the like three specific three or four specific things and that's what it's about every day all day when it's on um but that that gives me inspiration you know i think it's very easy to get inspired but also resent it as well especially when we're down doing bad you know there's always a saying that is do not compare yourself to somebody else especially when they're at their best because we typically will compare ourselves when we're at our worst to this person that's at their excuse me that's at their best oh that was weird i went to like yawn but i also burped at the same time I have done that a lot. I've done that a lot in the past. And, um, I mean, there's, I would, I would venture to say at least once a day, I'll watch something or I'll read something. And there's a a little bit of a resentment. And I'm not hating. I think it's because sometimes when I see, because I'm really trying to put, put, I'm really trying to verbalize this because I think people feel like this. They just don't say it. And I think in saying it, hopefully it'll resonate with somebody else to see that you're not alone in how you feel. It's okay to feel a certain way, but you can't let that be the driving force for what you do. If you resent something and you use that as your force or your energy to create something, then all you're really trying to do is just say, see, I told you I was better than you, which isn't to me. That's I don't think people are going to get draw inspiration from that or that's not going to last that to me. That's putting negative energy into something. So that's that's not what I want to do, but I want to recognize why there's a resentment and that it's okay to feel that way but to truly appreciate or and be appreciated you have to transform that resentment into inspiration so like i think i resent some bigger streamers because of not because they're big well not specifically because they're big but because when they grow they get to a point where it's almost like the demeanor of a lot of them is i don't give a shit what you excuse my language by the way i don't give a shit what you say i'm gonna say what i want if you don't like it you ain't gotta watch it oh well like there's this sense of arrogance 
a very strong odor of arrogance. And especially when you know that that person wasn't like that before. You know, when they were they were humble in their in their growth, in their journey, in their adventure to get to the next level. And it's not a sense of arrogance of like you're beneath me because I won't say that. Because I typically what I see with most bigger streamers is they're always willing to be outgoing. It's just I think people do rub them the wrong way, so they do have to get defensive. So I can totally understand that. But I do resent the arrogance that come comes across that that is associated with their their level. Like, if you don't like it, you don't got to listen to it. Oh, well, I'm going to still do what I want to do. Yeah, but nobody's really... Like, that goes without saying. I don't don't think that that's necessary. I think you're doing that because you know no one will challenge you to say, why do you got to be so arrogant? Why do you got to be so superficial? That's what I resent. I resent that. So it's hard to draw inspiration from that. But to turn that resentment into inspiration, I still look at how creative they are and how they got there and and why they say the things that they say. You know, why is there this sense of arrogance? Because people have, have uh, second-guessed me. People have underappreciated me. People have devalued me. People have criticized me. And so they, they went on the defensive. So I, I can totally understand that. And when I understand that, I do get inspired by that because it's like, hey, if 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 they sucked it up and still kept going and got to the point where they can say, hey, you don't like it? Oh, fucking well, I'm still going to be here. Excuse my language. Then why can't I exercise that energy? Why am I just going to say this is just tough? I don't even know if I want to do it. I don't know what I'm doing right. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know where to go. And it's that endless cycle that is just devalues everything I'm working for. So if they can do it, then I can do it too. So that's where that's where I can draw the inspiration from, you know. Um, I th- like I said, I think I think people feel that way, and sometimes you have to. Sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's okay to acknowledge that somebody is better, but. What is making them better? Is it is it their personality? Is it the content that they're delivering? Is it how they're delivering it? Is it uh, is it how they're approaching personal or uh, relationships with people? You know, um, I see. A, I think where I draw a lot of inspiration from is seeing different things on 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 uh, Twitch. You know, I don't it doesn't have to be so far off the wall that it's like whoa, that's crazy. How do I do that? Like cuz I've seen that. 
you know i've seen some streamers that have big communities because they're this outrageous personality and they got this unique uh, shtick that they're doing but to me that to me that looks exhausting it looks exhausting to have this 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 character that i have to this character caricature that i have to paint every time i'm streaming in order to maintain my level of success whereas for me where where i feel like and, and anything that i feel like is exhausting i i don't want to put that energy into that because i might want to do that today but three days from now i might not even want to do it no more and if it if it grossly affects my 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 uh my popularity then i don't want to do it i want something more enduring sustainable you know who retro lag is he's this chill guy that you know speaks his mind kind of plays whatever he wants is into music um talk shit sometimes but he has different content that he does too like he has a bunch of different stuff that is cool so you know that's where i, I want to put energy into because maybe you really like this show that i'm doing right but let's say i say hey i do 20 episodes of coffee time with retro lag and i say hey season one of coffee time with retro lag is over we're gonna take a break for about a month we'll be back and then something else fills that time slot you know or maybe this is an enduring show that is the basis of my channel which it is right now like it's it's holding up the channel right now so it's my main avenue but that doesn't mean i have i don't have other shows that i'm working on because um, i really am working on them uh, and because I, I want them to be the best that they can so that to me is not exhausting and i have to watch other people occasionally to draw inspiration you know there's another definition of inspiration a sudden brilliant creative or timely idea and the example is then i had an inspiration i had an inspiration to draw I had an inspiration to cosplay. I had an inspiration to create a new show that I wanted people to enjoy. I think as as creators, as creatives, we are in we have inspirations all the time. All the time. Have you ever turned on your stream if you're a content creator? Or you did a YouTube video, and then in the middle of doing the video, another idea just popped into your head. I was like, dude, how do I put this into, how do I, how do I create this? Like, I have YouTube series, like, a YouTube series that I've been just holding off on doing um, because it's really taking shape on what, did I, what I want it to be. Uh, and it's it morphed itself because it was originally just going to be gameplay of a particular game and i just chopped that down edited it a little bit and throw it on youtube you know kind of my adventure in this game that has been around for a while but when i was getting ready to do it the day i was going to do it i wasn't inspired i wasn't inspired to do it i like i just i 
you know, it's going to be, a, I'm just going to be another person playing this game. You know, just another person playing God of War. That's not the game, but I'm filling in the blank. Um, you know, just another person playing God of War. Like, there's nothing in, I'm not being creative with it, right? Now, as I was sitting there thinking, well, how can I make this more interesting? I started to think of other creators specifically on YouTube. And I started to think about, well, this is how they do it. And they don't stream it. They just record it. And and it's episodic. Or it's, it's themed. Or it has a focus, whatever, for however long. And then they change it up. So I was like, well, maybe I should go that kind of route. So I started brainstorming with my kids. And that's when I came up with the idea that I currently have. And now, like, as we're talking, I'm talking to my seven-year-old. And he's giving me these great ideas. Like, And at first, they sound kind of like, mm, I don't know. But as I'm talking with him to try to expand on the idea, then it just grows into something that is really tangible. And that is like, I think people will like this. So that's inspiration you know i have a i have a set idea for something but as i'm getting ready to do it i'm inspired to do something else with it that's how you got to look at your ideas because if you're if you're a creator and you're in this rut where you're like yeah i'm doing this stuff and it's fun and i'm seeing growth from it i'm enjoying it but i'm getting bored of it if you've ever been streaming and you know you see good numbers and all your analytics are great but then you're like like that's kind of the breath that you take you take that big breath just that's that exhaustion you're exhausted of doing the same stuff so you have to how do you reinvent it how do you readjust it to stay inspired doing it get do you get ideas from your community do you get ideas from your family your friends if you if you tell them but let's talk about let's get away from streaming and content creation let's talk about real life like inspiration in real life right so what inspired me today to get up and get out of my car and go do these sprints? I think a sudden, brilliant, creative or timely idea, the process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something, especially to do something creative, that's inspiration. Well, I don't think that was inspiration. I think the inspiration kicked in when I started running. When like well as I was running when I first started all I was like was my body hurts oh dude I do not want to do this right now but it was sprints it was 61 20s sprint for 60 seconds walk for 120 seconds and then uh 30 60s uh sprint for 30 walk for 60 you know and I do about three rotations each of that so as I, as I was running, I was like, okay, let me see if I could get to the stop sign within this certain amount of time. 
so that was inspiration i i was inspired to try because it was a it was a brilliant creative timely idea well why was it brilliant why was it creative it was creative because instead of me just running and saying okay i got 10 seconds left and then i can walk it was hey why don't i try to see if i can get to the stop sign before time runs out so there was a it was a creative way of looking at what i'm doing and making it more interesting and made me want to do it which was a brilliant idea that's inspiration that was inspiration within myself in doing that and you know had i not done that maybe i would have just did it did one more and be like man i'm just tired and then that that was the catalyst for me to keep doing it as i was running you know focus on how i'm running you know focus on my breathing um setting intervals to try to get certain distances within certain amount of times and enjoying uh enjoying outside and i would even say that i drew inspiration from how it felt outside when i first got out there when i was stretching it was nice and cool but it was still sunny and it was like why would I not want to be outside? Why would I want to be in the car just to drive back home when I drove all this way to work out? So there was that inspiration there. Even though it was still relatively small, it was big enough for me to exercise the initiative to get out of the car and actually go do it. So that was that was inspiration this morning. You know, um, this long, arduous process of me trying to get this new job. You know, it's a sequence of events that I have to accomplish. And when I accomplish one task, I get an email to complete another task. So then I have to keep doing these things. Well, this week I have like, I have like two or three things I got to knock out. But I'm inspired to do that because it's going to lead to me getting this job that I want. You know, and I had to look at it creatively, which was, well, if I accomplish at least one thing a week and every week something new pops up, then before I know it, the process will be over and I'll either have the determination that I was selected or I wasn't. Um, but that was a creative way of looking at it, which was brilliant because if I would have just looked at, oh, I'll just do it whenever I, you know, I feel like it, then I may have missed deadlines or I may have had second doubts or second thoughts about wanting to do this job. So those are examples of inspiration within my everyday life that's not this, you know, grand um, perspective of it. Like, I'm drawing inspiration from Kobe Bryant because he never quit. Like, sure, you know, like, sure, draw, you could draw inspiration from those things, but how do you, how do you relate that to something tangible in your everyday life you know some people say mm, i'm inspired by money <laughs> okay but what about when money runs out are you no longer inspired are you defeated are you are you frustrated are you down and out you know, how does that really make you feel? So is it is it the money itself or is it the process of getting money? That's where the inspiration comes from. 
because it feels like the work I'm doing is allowing me to have a lucrative and fulfilled life because I can get the things that I want. I can live comfortable and I don't have to stress. Yeah, that I can rock with that. Um, I, I, I would say that I bring that up because for me, the money itself is not what inspires me. Getting it and especially getting it in an abundance is what I get inspired up from because like the process of getting it because then it I know I'm doing something that's literally paying off. Um, but I've had happier times and I've said this before I've had happier times when I didn't have money because I was more inspired to build my relationship with my family and do creative things and be humble in my existence than when I had money when it was more focused on let me buy what I want to buy you know let me let me just spend without any regard and then you know you start living check to check then it's like I'm just working to survive I'm not working to live fruitful so that's why my perspective is the way it is with money um but what else inspires you you know where do you draw inspiration from who do we inspire I like to think that I inspire some people and I don't ever expect anybody to tell me um, especially because I don't think there's anything wrong with inspiring people to go and you know live better lives and that's essentially what I'm trying to do with this podcast I'm trying to give you inspiration I'm trying to help develop the process for you to be mentally stimulated to do or feel something especially something creative like I'm trying to influence that but I don't want but not at the cost of the burden that it would put on me to where it it becomes like you become reliant on it like these these podcast episodes should be where you it's like a la carte you pick and choose what you want to listen to. And if you're you are becoming a dedicated fan and you want to listen to every episode, then that's I'm totally with that. I'm totally with that. But I don't ever want it to be like well, Retro hasn't put out a new episode and I used to draw a lot of inspiration from him, so now I'm like, you know, I don't know what to do. And then, you know, somebody messages me or something and says, "Hey, you know, when are you going to do another podcast? I, I really want to listen to it again. You know, like, sure, there's that curiosity in that question. I'm not saying that person can't ask that. But I don't ever want it to, I don't ever want to be made to feel like now without, without my presence there and without my energy for that person to draw inspiration from, uh, it's causing, it's creating a burden for all parties involved. Because then, then you lose the inspiration to like I would lose the inspiration to do this. It would I would be feel more obligated to do it, you know. Um, and I, I think that that's that's something that 
I think anybody that's a creative probably feels. So I would imagine if I if I do if I am fortunate enough to get to a point where my voice is heard across the airwaves to you know hundreds or thousands, hundreds of thousands or millions of people I would just hope that you know somebody gives me some inspiration to get through that because I could do it on my own but then for how long you know at what cost you know so yeah think about what inspires you think about who you inspire and I do I do love inspiring pe- people I wanted to be for a while I wanted to be a um like a counselor for troubled youth because I was a troubled youth so I really understood it I understood the struggles you go through you know I understand that when you're in it it's hard to get out of it because it's it's your surroundings every day you know but and then I wanted to be a a psychologist you know, because I was really fascinated with the mind and the way that it worked. And then, but me, not one that's always been a fan of school, of traditional school, I got very bored of the, the, um, of the academia. It just wasn't something I was into, into. So I just, I decided to do something else. But I've always been introspective. So, who knows? You know, maybe I will go on to inspire people in some way, shape, form, or fashion. And for the time being, this is one of those ways, you know. So, let's switch gears to the topic, though. One of the things that I used to draw inspiration from was communities. Streamer communities, streaming communities. One of the very first communities I ever was a part of was on Facebook. And I had joined it, you know, no real desire to get anything. This was when I was a baby streamer, didn't know anything. Joined a community really to gain insight, you know, to to ask the questions that other people had asked. But to gain insight into what it really meant to be a streamer, how to be successful, things to do, things not to do. And there was a lot of inspiration to draw from that, especially because there was a lot of optimism, a lot of positivity. So much so that I wanted to help others. I wanted to help the community. And then, you know, I left one community uh, I jumped on a I jumped on a stream team. I drew inspiration from there. Was happy to be part of that community. Um, would follow people, you know, follow other followers or other streamers, and you know, be a part of their quote communities. And if you fast forward to now. I don't think Facebook communities are bad. I think they're they're good. They're okay, you know. Um, I think stream teams are, are good. They're they're okay. Um, I think 
discords are are good. I think where the real meat and potatoes of a streamer community is, is that person's discord. I think if you cultivate your discord into a place where people always want to go, always want to hang out, and you're in there as well, you're building those friendships and it's translated and connected to your your stream. It may even bleed over a little into your socials, your Twitter, or if you're active on Instagram. And there may be some reach to Facebook. I mean, I don't think a lot of people use it as much, but there are still there is still a good percentage of people that do use Facebook. So, um, but what you also see though is communities are so interconnected that we are really separated you know by like three degrees three degrees of separation right so i know you you know this person this person knows this person that knows me you know or you know this person that knows this person that knows me and I know that person that knows you. So we're still interconnected. Like, see, there's still connection. And I go to this community. You may not go to this community. But another person goes to that community and you go to that person's community. You see, so they're all interconnected. So I think when I look at streamer communities, right, I will be the first to say I don't have a community. I have people that are long-time visitors of the channel, you know, faithful viewers. I would, that's what I would say, you know, because it's an enduring channel. You know, they were here in the beginning, you know, and they're still here. So, but they come and go as they please. So it's not like, and I don't attach to that. I don't say, man, I ain't seen this person in forever. Where, you know, where they've been at? No, like, because when I did do that, I did that initially with with one person. Um, I felt some type of way when they weren't coming around no more. So I made an effort to go to their channel, but I noticed that there was some type of like resentment towards me being there. There, it wasn't said, but you, I could, you could feel it. So I just stopped going there. Because it was obvious. It, it, it was it was basically one of those things without it being said that I go to your channel. How come you don't come to mine? Uh, maybe because honestly, like, like, if you really want me to speak the truth, which the truth hurts, is you're not engaging enough. You're not entertaining enough. What do you want me to say? You know, I'm sure somebody comes to my channel and there's shit that they don't like. Maybe I should do that one day. Maybe I should have a stream that's Constructive Criticism Day. Come and give me your criticism so I can improve myself. Or yo, shoot me a DM and ask, yo, what's up, man? Because maybe it's not that either. Maybe the game you were playing wasn't engaging and that's why I didn't stay. Maybe I said what's up to you a couple times and you didn't even acknowledge me. So it's like, why am I going to hang out with this person? That Think about that. Think about if you're kicking it at school or at work and you walk up to somebody it's like yo what's up man what's going on with you oh not not much and then they just keep talking to whoever they're talking to all right man take it easy like like you know what i'm saying like that's that cold shoulder vibe like 
Well, don't get mad. You can't get mad if I never show up and hang out with you. And then when I do, you give me the cold shoulder and then I don't hang out again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so long tangent. Um, But that was the reason I detached from that. Because I realized that, yeah, I may have a faithful viewer that comes here all the time. But I guarantee there's another channel that they're always watching as well. So who am I to get upset about that? Who am I to even say that they're part of my community? I mean, the way I look at a community is it's a a group of people that that make it a community. Um, and I can't say definitively that I have that. I have I have a group I have a group of friends that I would look at to say that are probably in my inner circle of friends. You know, because they're the people that I interact with quite often. They come in pretty often. You know, I hit them up on socials or in their channel occasionally or I'm in their discords occasionally, you know. But there's that con- connectivity as opposed to other people that maybe just follow me or I or I follow occasionally, you know. So, but I don't define that as a community. I mean, you could say that's a community of friends, but they're just as much a member of my community as I am of theirs. You, You see, so when I hear like streamer communities and when people say, oh, I'm so happy that I have this community. I think that comes from the place of what I said before where they fostered an environment through discord where there's a lot of conversation you know a lot of connection going on the stream is maybe the hub where they go to show the additional support and there's a little bit of bleeding into into streaming or into uh, social media into into twitter and such right um but i think places where it doesn't really reach is youtube i don't think your community really builds there I, I think people support you on YouTube, um, but so you wouldn't say, oh, I'm glad I have this community unless you're a just a a consistent YouTuber like you focus on creating YouTube content and you get the same people commenting and responding to your videos, liking your videos, giving feedback. That's where that community is cultivated and fostered. Same thing with Instagram, same thing with TikTok, but I would say the community there is even less those are just viewers that like your content you know so but 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 why is this a topic you know why is it why did i decide to bring this up well because i i I brought it up because i think that i don't want to say that i don't want to say they don't matter It was just a thought that I had. It was a thought that I had to bring up. But why? Why did I want to bring up streaming communities? I think I wanted to talk about them today just to... Really to talk about them. You know, like... The different types. Like... If you have a community... Let's say... Here's an example of... Okay... Here's an example of when I think my my community was was growing. 
when I started really focusing on Minecraft, I was really focusing on Minecraft. I started to get a lot of people that watched Minecraft a lot. And I was playing that consistently. And those people stuck around for some of the other games, but they wanted to watch Minecraft. So, but because I wanted to do different things, some of them went, some of them came. And then, like people that used to be here, people that used to be here back in the day, you know, way back when I first started, they either don't stream anymore or they just don't watch anymore, uh, whatever the case may be. And, and that's fine. Like, I don't have a problem with that, you know, uh, I just don't, I don't use the word community. You, you come to the channel, you come hang out in the channel. Um, yeah, I don't, if I had to, I'm trying to look deeper into this to see where I want to go with it. Streamer communities okay let's start with how do i feel about them so i talked about how i felt about them well i talked about my my i gave kind of like what my description of them was is and and like what i think my definition of them is so now let's talk about how do i feel about them I, okay the way i feel about streamer communities is i think that because they're so interconnected you can't say that one community is yours the only time you you can say that is if you have a stable of viewers, of specifically viewers, that watch you regardless. That is your community. Other streamers that support you, that show love, I wouldn't say are, are my community. I think they're, they're members of... Um, well, you can say they're members of the community, but it's not like you say, I wouldn't lump them in with it because they come and go so much. The like, you know, the 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 changing out is so frequent that it's like, well, if I'm a member of their community, they're a member of my community. Like, right? Is that how the perception is? But what if I never go to this person's channel? Well, then logically I wouldn't be a member of their community. Right? Or or am I even though I maybe pop up once? That's why I don't like that. I just... I think it's... I think when we say it... We're really referring to the viewers that are there regardless. Through thick and thin. Other streamers are still members of the community. But I don't think they make up the fount the fount <clears throat> there we go they don't make up the foundation of it you know that's why i said i'm more of a mad max type you know that's why i want my channel to be it's a channel you know it's it's not retro lags neighborhood like my community is is my discord retro lags neighborhood i got people that live in the neighborhood but they stick to themselves you know what I'm saying? I got a couple people that come out their house and try to socialize. 
but really everybody sticks to themselves so you know it's like section 8 housing that's that's how that's how i look at like my neighborhood like motherfuckers are in there but ain't nobody saying shit <laughs> you know ain't nobody really about improving the community so it's like okay but i mean the landlord ain't improving it either he just fucking built it so it's like the projects right now <laughs> But my channel is my channel. And my channel is is based on content. My my channel is based on it it was based on trying to build community because I was doing uh, I tried to do community games on a Friday. I tried it twice, twice in history. The first time I tried it, it failed. The second time I tried it, for the most part it failed because people that i thought were going to be there even though they were initially you know they came and went but people weren't there so it's like okay well and you know when you promote something for people to be there and they don't show up well it's kind of hard to say that you have a community if they're not there to, to support the community so i said okay it's a wash fuck it i'm not doing it no more so i decided to to move away from that and a lot of people say that. Oh, I want to, you know, I want to, uh, you know, have a channel that people come to enjoy and like watching and I want to foster a community. I rather, I want this to be very, very understood very clearly. I would rather foster my community on Discord. And when you come to the channel, you enjoy content. You, you appreciate the content that you're watching. Or, you know, the podcast that you're listening to, you're appreciating them. That's the difference. That's how I'm separating them. And that might be a foreign idea to some people. And that might be taboo. But guess what? I don't care. It's my channel. Do you think Food Network really cares if people are like, oh, well, they don't foster connectivity with people or they don't they don't try to show diversity with uh food related to animals or, or you know they should be fostering connectivity to all types of food related things well look if it don't hit it don't hit if it don't sell it don't sell why am i gonna deliver a product that no one wants that's my philosophy on it you know where i build more community by playing a game that people want to watch that's cool but I'm going to push you over to the Discord. Like, hey, go to the Discord. Check out the Discord out. Which, by the way, I haven't been active at all in it. I do apologize. I just need to refocus myself. I need to draw inspiration. Okay. But that's how I feel about streamer communities. I love being considered a, a member of somebody's community. But I don't hold it against the streamer if they don't consider me a solid core member of the community. Because I'm like hardly ever there at all. So I get it, you know. I'm another streamer. I'm another content creator. So it, it's fine. I, I don't feel some type of way about that. Um, but if I consider you a friend, if I consider you a friend and I think you consider me a friend, that's more important. And if you try to connect with me on socials or you hit me up on Discord, you know, or you uh, you come through here or I 
go through to your channel occasionally, then yeah, we're, our connection is based off that friendship. That's community right there. That's more important to me. Building friendships is more important than me building a massive community. I want viewers. I want people to come enjoy content. I want you to enjoy what you're listening to. I want you to enjoy what you're watching. And I want you to be inspired from it. And I want you to keep coming back and tell your friends. And then they come check it out. Who doesn't want their channel watched? So, do I consider stream teams part of streamer communities? I think stream teams are the same thing as what discords are but I think a lot of people were trying to plug so what you started to see is when some stream teams were out there you'd see okay you gotta apply to the stream you gotta apply to the stream team if you want more information you can go to the team discord and you know within the discord a lot of people are, are, are in the discord and conversing, connecting, talking about stuff, playing games with each other. And eventually, a streamer, you know, gets enough uh, a rapport built up within that community to say, hey, I want to apply for the team. And, you know, hey, they get accepted to the team. Um, and that should mean something. That should mean, like, hey, you're a part of something, something bigger. The community is there. The connection is there, but um, but if you're part of a team, but it equates to the same type of connection as being a member of the community, then why why have a team? Why not just have the community? But the argument would be, well, it supports and it 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 promotes. These streamers that are members of the community that other people should come check out. To me, that's only effective, I feel. This is an opinion. All this is opinion anyways. I feel that's effective when the team is small. And that's why, that's why some teams have community teams where there's a lot of people on them. But if you have a community team and one of your viewers is bigger than your biggest streamer on your, your mainstream team. And they're not on the mainstream team. Then why would they switch? Why, do, why is there two? Is it to, it, on the surface it could be looked at, it's to delineate the difference between the two. Well, this one has set themselves apart, so they should be a member of this, this exclusive team. Th then it should just be one team. It should be one team. You have your Discord that people, like that's the prereq, which I agree with. The prereq is you join the Discord to interact with everybody in the community let people know who you are what you're about if they you know and if they like you then you apply 
to be reviewed to see if you can become eligible to apply for the stream team. And the stream team should be something that's an elite. Like you have the community and then you have like the inner like, you know, you have the, the members club, the members only club. The members only club is for the people that have supported the community in every way, shape, or form. They're they're great streamers. They have great content. Or they're somebody that the community feels is worth putting energy into. Because they themselves put energy into the community. You see? So it, it should be a, a just a continuous cycle to where it helps promote people to get themselves to that next level but you do not see that you you do not see that all you see is and that's not to say that that's not to say that communities don't try to do that they do they they do things to uh encourage Um, connectivity and friendship and real community building a good example of that is mishmash tv mishmash tv is a community that is really doing it right i mean they do all kinds of stuff to build the 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 stable of streamers that you know that broadcast on the mishmash channel if you guys don't know what Mishmash TV is, essentially, it is a community that created a Twitch channel where they got a a number of streamers that applied, and then those streamers broadcast, and it's essentially like a Monday through Friday or a Monday through Saturday, essentially like 12 to 18 hours a day of, of just nonstop broadcasting, different streamers doing different things, and then they do... Um, they do events so they just did one where it was like a streamer olympics and you essentially had four teams different colors and uh you had four teams different colors and you know each team could earn points by vote from the community and all of this was generated through discord primarily and you could be a streamer and you can apply to be a broadcaster on the channel but it doesn't mean you're going to get selected Um, Because, you know, maybe they're looking for a particular thing and it doesn't matter so much about viewership or what your concurrent is. It's it's about the content that you're delivering. Is it is it worth sub? Is it something of substance that people want to see? So that's one of the that's one of the great things, because they're building the community within the discord and they're promoting within that channel as well as it bleeding into these people's individual channels. So that's a real way of doing it. You know, to me, that's how you do it. That's a good example of a streamer community. But a streamer that's, you know, okay, you know, you got, you got a hundred something people that follow you or view you, right? A hundred something viewers. You can, you can say, yes, I have a community. But is there more of your community that's on Discord that doesn't come to your stream than there is on than there is on your stream? Because if that's the case, I would argue that yes, you have viewers to your channel. So you have high viewership 
and you have a community within your Discord. But what is that translation? How many people... And I used to see it in one of the, the groups that I was in. There were more people in the Discord that really didn't even watch Twitch, but they loved being in the Discord. So, you know, I would argue that you have um, consistent viewership. And, and that shouldn't be a taboo statement. You have consistent viewership to your channel and you have a community of supporters on your discord and sometimes there are those supporters of the community that are viewers there is the interconnection they do correlate to each other but to say that every single person that's a viewer is a member of your community i think is a false statement because that's not the case you know that's 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 how i perceive it and that's my opinion and that's not a and that's not a bad thing that's not a bad thing at all i think but if you just separate it you won't get so attached to i think the reason why people get upset is when they do that when they attach their viewers all their viewers to their community and then the 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 viewership drops they're like i don't know what i'm doing wrong i just you know and without saying it it's like does my community not like me anymore? Am I just, am I saying something, you know, what am I doing? No, the reality is, is the viewers that you had just don't enjoy the content you're delivering anymore. So they're choosing to go elsewhere for the content. Or maybe it's, it's the low tide, you know, it's the low season for viewership. Who, who knows what it is? It could be a number of things, but that's viewership. But if you see the same people coming through, you can say that those people, those consistent people, and they're connected to me in some way, shape, or form, whether it's through Twitter, whether it's through Discord, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, whatever. If there's another connection, you can say, that's probably my community right there. So could I say I have a community? I guess. I guess. It, like I said, yes. I have a community, Retro Lags Neighborhood, but it's like Section 8 housing. Everybody's living there, but ain't nobody talking. <laughs> ain't nobody trying to have barbecues in the park. And that's because the landlord is a fucking, is a hermit. He, he sticks to himself. <laughs> There's going to be new management soon. <laughs> but I digress. But anyways, they're, they're not a bad thing. I think they just, they should be looked at different, differently. What I challenge people to do when you listen to this podcast and when you go through uh, watching streams or if you're involved in content creation, try to look at it differently. Look at it from different perspectives. Don't follow the same. Don't follow the status quo. Stop following the status quo anymore because the people at the top want you to do that because it, it continues to you know to fill their pockets there's more low-end streamers that are trying to scrape and reach the top that aren't getting there because they're all following the status quo but if we're different and we build friendships and we we help each other grow that's how we get to that next level and i'm all about it but it doesn't just start with 
just going to each other's channel. Like we have to be building friendships on the outside. So, and I'll admit, I got to do a better job of it. It's easy to talk the game, but it's it's harder to follow through. So I would 102%, even though I don't have an additional 2% to give, I give an additional 2% to say that I am guilty of, of not doing that, of not building solid friendships. But got to work on it. So that's something I can draw inspiration from. I want to sum this up. I hope you guys are inspired today. I hope you all are inspired um, with whatever comes your way. If you're a member of any type of community, ask yourself, am I a viewer or am I a community member? If you are a, a content creator yourself, you know, try to define that line so you, you, so you can really determine where to, where to focus on and how to focus on and improving it. Um, I will be back again tomorrow. 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Episode, and I apologize. Yesterday I said episode 9. It was actually episode 10. So this is episode 11. Episode 11 will be up later today. Make sure y'all check it out. Okay. Um, that's all I got to say. Love y'all. I am out of here. Peace.